How to forgive fast. Yes. The first aspect of it is to realize one very, very simple but very profound truth. People can only share that which they have. If you have a split air conditioning, and it's just a basic air conditioner, all it can give you is cold air. In the summertime, it's great. In the wintertime, it's useless. It cannot adapt to the fact that the weather has changed and also give you hot air. It doesn't matter what number you put. You can turn that thermostat on your remote control from 15 to 30, but if it's only an air conditioner, it cannot give you hot air. In our lives, we're very much like that. I can only give what I have. And if what I have is anger and pain and confusion and fear. Those are the ways that I will act. I will act out of anger. I will act out of confusion. I will act out of fear. I therefore will do things that will hurt you, but not because I woke up in the morning planning to hurt you just because those are the only tools in my toolkit. If I need a nail hammered into the wall and I call the carpenter and he opens his toolkit and all he's got in his toolkit is a toothbrush, well, it doesn't matter what a nice guy he is, he can't possibly hammer that nail into the wall very well with a toothbrush. I mean, he'll do the best he can, but it's, it's not going to work very well. But it doesn't mean that he purposely decided that he was gonna mess up the hanging of my painting on the wall. It's just that his toolbox doesn't have a hammer. And I say this because the people who hurt us, the people we're looking to forgive, are people who 99 times out of 100 even more, 99.99 times out of 100, did not wake up in the morning and figure out how they could mess up our lives. It's just that their toolkit doesn't have the tools that enable them to respond to what life has given them in a way with grace, in a way with kindness, in a way with integrity. And so they're literally trying to hammer in nails with toothbrushes. And when we realize that, then it makes us not, it doesn't change what a bad job they did, but it makes us understand that they actually, as horrible as the manifestation may be, they're doing the very best they can. It's like an air conditioner. You've turned it up to 35, but the, the thing can't generate heat. It doesn't have heating coils. It doesn't matter how much it wants to, it can't.
And most of us are working from a toolbox that isn't equipped, sadly, to move through the world, to move through our own ups and downs, our own disappointments, our own fears, with grace, with integrity, with love. And so we're operating with the only tools that we have, which are grabbing, pushing, anger, fear, yelling, hurting. So the first way to forgive is to realize that the one who hurt us just was operating from a near empty toolkit. And the second piece to realize is that whatever he or she did to us, they are going to reap the consequences of that. That's the law of karma. Whatever we do, we're going to get the fruits of that. As I said before, if I plant an apple seed, I'm going to get an apple tree. It doesn't matter whether we chant peach mantras over the apple seed or we do, you know, the peach dance or we read books on peaches. That apple seed is only going to turn into an apple tree. And if I've, if I've sown seeds of violence, of betrayal, of lies, of abuse, that's what I'm going to get in my life. But so many of us hold on to anger because on some unconscious level, we feel like I have to hold on to it because if I don't hold on to it, the universe is going to forget to give that person their due. As though somehow we've been anointed the karmic police. And it's a very, very difficult role because that keeps us in jail with the person who hurt us, just to make sure they don't get out. But if we remember that we don't have to be the karmic police, forgiveness does not mean that what the person did was okay. They're going to get the fruits of that. But we don't have to be the ones to hold on to it and to stay in jail with them lest the universe forget that they've got something coming to them. The universe knows. So we look at their toolkit, we realize it's empty. We have faith that karma is going to take care of them. And then the last piece of it is if you imagine that you and I are holding on to opposite ends of a string and we're both pulling that string is going to be very very taut and that's what happens in our relationships where there's anger lack of forgiveness grudges is it's like we're each pulling on to opposite ends of a string yelling at each other either actually or unconsciously that the other person should do something should change in some way to release this tension. But the truth is that if I, from my side, simply let go, 
it doesn't matter what the other person does, that rope automatically becomes slack. There's only tension if I'm also pulling. To release the tension does not require anything from the other person's side. They can keep pulling as much as they want to. But the second I let go, all the tension is gone in the rope. So I let go from my side. And I move on. 